Hare Krishna everyone, so we are back with teachings of Queen Kunti by His Divine Grace, Srila A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada. And this is Shravanam Diaries podcast, I'm your host Sulalita Devi Dasi. We are continuing to read The Vital Force of the Universe, chapter number 13, right? Yes. So, therefore we go into the street and chant. Although they say can't, we go on chanting. That is our duty. And if somehow or other we place some literature in someone's hand, he becomes fortunate. He would have squandered his hard-earned money in so many nasty, sinful ways, but if he purchases even one book, regardless of the price, his money is properly utilized. This is the beginning of his Krishna consciousness because he gives some of his hard-earned money for the Krishna consciousness movement. He gets some spiritual profit. He is not losing, rather he is gaining some spiritual profit. Therefore, our business is somehow or other to bring everyone to this Krishna consciousness movement so that everyone may spiritually profit. When Krishna appeared on earth, not everyone knew that he was the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Although when there was need he proved himself the Supreme Godhead, he generally appeared to be just like an ordinary human being. Therefore, Shukadeva Goswami, while describing how Krishna played as one of the cowherd boys, points out Krishna's identity. Who is this cowherd boy? Shukadeva Goswami says, Itam satam brahma sukha nubhutya the impersonalists meditate upon the impersonal Brahman and thus feel some transcendental bliss. But Shukadeva Goswami points out that the source of that transcendental bliss is here, Krishna. Krishna is the source of everything. Aham sarvasya prabhavah and therefore the transcendental bliss that the impersonalists try to experience by meditating on the impersonal Brahman, in fact, comes from Krishna. Shukadeva Goswami says, quote, Here is the person who is the source of Brahma Sukha, the transcendental bliss that comes from realization of Brahman. Unquote. A devotee is always prepared to render service to the Lord. But for those who are under the spell of illusory energy, he is an ordinary boy. Krishna deals with different living entities according to their conceptions. For those who regard Krishna as an ordinary human being, Krishna will deal like an ordinary human being 
whereas devotees who accept Krishna as the Supreme Personality of Godhead will enjoy the association of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Of course, the object of the impersonalist is the Brahmajyotir, the impersonal effulgence of the Supreme. But Krishna is the source of that effulgence. Therefore, Krishna is everything. Brahmeti Paramatmeti Bhagavan Itishabdhyate. Yet the cowherd boys are able to play with that same Krishna, the exalted personality of Godhead. How have they become so fortunate that they are able to play with him? Itam satam brahma sukhano bhutya dasyam gatanam paradaivatena maya shrishtanam naradarakena sardham sardham vijahru krita punya punjah Bhagavatam 10.12.11 The cowherd boys playing with Krishna are also not ordinary for they have attained the highest perfection of being able to play with the Supreme Personality of Godhead. How did they achieve this position? Krita Punya Punjah By many, many lives of pious activities. For many, many lives, these boys underwent austerities and penances to achieve the highest perfection of life. And now they have the opportunity to play with Krishna personally on an equal level. They do not know that Krishna is the Supreme Personality of Godhead for that is the nature of Vrindavan Leela, Krishna's pastimes in the village of Vrindavan. Not knowing Krishna's identity, the cowherd boys simply love Krishna and their love is unending. This is true of everyone in Vrindavan. For example, Yashoda Mata and Nanda Maharaja, Krishna's mother and father, love Krishna with parental affection. Similarly, Krishna's friends love Krishna. Krishna's girlfriends love Krishna. The trees love Krishna. The water loves Krishna, the flowers, the cows, the calves, everyone loves Krishna. That is the nature of Vrindavan. So if we simply learn how to love Krishna, we can immediately transform this world into Vrindavan. Haribo! This is the only central point. How to love Krishna. Prema Pumartho Mahan. People are generally pursuing Dharma, Artha, Kama, Moksha, religiosity, economic development, sense gratification, and liberation. But Chaitanya Mahaprabhu disregarded these four things. This is not what is to be achieved in life, he said. The real goal of life is to love Krishna. Of course, human life does not actually 
begin until there is some conception of religion, dharma. But in the present age, Kali Yuga, dharma is practically nil. There is no religion or morality, and there are no pious activities. And therefore, according to the Vedic calculations, the present human civilization does not even consist of human beings. Formerly, people would care about morality and immorality, religion and irreligion, but with the progress of Kali Yuga this is all being vanquished. And people can do anything without caring what it is. Srimad Bhagavatam says, and we can actually see, that in Kali Yuga about 80% of the people are sinful. Illicit sex life, intoxication, meat eating and gambling are the four pillars of sinful life. And therefore we request that one first break these four pillars so that the roof of sinful life will collapse. Then, by chanting Hare Krishna, one can remain established in a transcendental position. It is a very simple method. One cannot realize God if one's life is sinful. Therefore, Krishna says, Yesham tvantagatam papam jananam punya karmanam Te dvandva moha nirmukta bhajante mandridha vrata. Quote, persons who have acted piously in previous lives and in this life, whose sinful actions are completely eradicated and who are freed from the duality of delusion, engage themselves in my service with determination. Unquote. Bhagavad Gita 7.28 The word Antagatam means finished. One can engage in devotional service if one has finished his sinful life. Who can finish his sinful life? Those who engage in pious activities. One must have activities. And if one engages in pious activities, one's sinful activities will naturally vanish. On one side, one should voluntarily try to break the pillars of sinful life. And on the other side, on another side, one must engage himself in pious life. If one has no pious engagement, it is not that one can become free from sinful activities simply by theoretical understanding. For example, the American government is spending millions of dollars to stop the use of LSD and other such intoxicants. But the government has failed. How is it that simply by passing laws or giving lectures one can make people give up these things. It is not possible. One must give people good engagements. 
and then they will automatically give up the bad ones. For example, we instruct our students no intoxication and they immediately give it up even though the government has failed to stop them. This is practical. If someone isn't given good engagement, his bad engagement cannot be stopped. That is not possible. Therefore, we have two sides. Prohibition of sinful activities and engagement in good activities. We don't simply say no illicit sex, no intoxication and so on. Mere negativity, negativity, mere negativity has no meaning. There must be something positive. Because everyone wants engagement. That is because we are living entities, not dead stones. By meditation, the impersonalist philosophers try to become dead stones. Let me think of something void or impersonal. But how can one artificially make oneself void? The heart and mind are full of activities, so these artificial methods will not help human society. I love this one. Methods of so-called yoga and meditation are all rascaldom because they provide one no engagement. But in Krishna consciousness there is adequate engagement for everyone. Everyone rises early in the morning to offer worship to the deities. The devotees prepare nice food for Krishna. They decorate the temple make garlands, go out chanting, and sell books. They are fully engaged 24 hours a day, and therefore they are able to give up sinful life. If a child has in his hands something that he is eating, but we give him something better, he will throw away the inferior thing and take the better thing. So in Krishna consciousness we offer better engagement, better life, better philosophy, better consciousness, everything better. Therefore, those who engage in devotional service can give up sinful activities and promote themselves to Krishna consciousness. Activities intended to promote all living entities to Krishna consciousness are going on not only in human society, but even in animal society also. Because all living entities here are part and parcel of Krishna, but are rotting in this material world, Krishna has a plan, a big plan to deliver them. Sometimes he comes to this world personally and sometimes he sends his very confidential devotees. Sometimes he leaves instructions like those of Bhagavad Gita. Krishna's incarnation appears everywhere, and he appears among animals, men, sages, and even aquatics. 
Tiryan Risheshu Yadakshu. For example, Krishna even appeared as a fish incarnation. Thus, Krishna's birth, appearance, and disappearance are all bewildering. Tadatyanta Vidambanam. We, conditioned living entities, transmigrate from one body to another because we are forced to do so by the laws of nature. But Krishna does not appear because he is forced. That is the difference. Those who are foolish rascals think I have taken my birth in this world and Krishna has taken birth here also. Therefore, I am also God. They do not know that they will have to take birth again by the force of the laws of nature. One may have been given the chance to have a very beautiful body in a country where one can live in opulence and receive a good education. But if one misuses all this, one will get another body according to one's mentality. For example, at the present moment, despite so many arrangements by the government for good schools and universities, the civilized countries of the world are producing hippies, young people who are so frustrated that they even worship hogs. But if one associates with the qualities of the hogs, one will actually become a hog in one's next life. Prakrite karmani sarvasha. Nature will give one a full opportunity. All right, sir, become a hog. Such are nature's arrangements. Prakriti, nature, has three modes. And if one associates with one type of mode, one will receive his next body accordingly. Krishna's appearance and disappearance are meant to put an end to the living entity's transmigration from one body to another. And therefore one should understand the greatness of the plan behind Krishna's appearance and disappearance. It is not that Krishna comes whimsically. He has a great plan, otherwise why should he come here? He is very much eager to take us back home, back to Godhead. That is Krishna's business. Therefore he says, Sarva dharman parityaja mamikam sharanam raja aham tvam sarva papebhyo Quote, Abandon all varieties of religion and just surrender unto me. I shall deliver you from all sinful reaction. Do not fear. Unquote. Bhagavad Gita 18.66 All of us are children of Krishna, God. And since we are unhappy because of taking material bodies for repeated birth, death, old age and disease, he is more unhappy than we are. Oh, so sweet. 
our situation in the material body is not at all comfortable. But we are such foolish rascals that we do not care to do anything about this. We are busy trying to arrange for temporary comforts in this life, but we are neglecting the real discomforts of birth, death, old age and disease. This is our ignorance and our foolishness, and therefore Krishna comes to wake us up from this ignorance and take us back home, back to Godhead. Haribo! Jai! So we have completed this chapter, tomorrow we shall read chapter 14, Lord Krishna's wonderful activities. Thank you so much for tuning in today, the link to this book is in the description, please check it out, uh, check out our website shravanamdiaries.com, you will, you will find episodes catalog and all the books we have read so far and all the links, please read yourself and share it with your friends and we shall see you next time, Hare Krishna!